Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Jamar Chase is the third wide receiver off the board. What is his potential in year two? Let's talk to Jacob Gibbs right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. All right, Jacob Gibbs. I am very excited about Jamar Chase. I am tempted to make him my number one wide receiver. Not going to do it in PPR for sure, but what can you tell us about Jamar Chase? Give us the the starting points here. Yeah, it's hard uh, not to be excited after what we saw from Jamar as a rookie. Um, so just the first thing is over the past 10 seasons, uh, we've had nine rookie wide receivers top 1,000 yards. Um, of that group, seven of the nine have increased their yardage output in year two, and the group um, averaged a 6% increase from year one to year two. Um, so these are the best performing rookie receivers, um, and they're still like increasing that the next year. Um, it's not been very often that it's been a fluke for a receiver to really pop off in the way that Jamar did. Um, and only three of these rookies, Justin Jefferson, Odell Beckham, and Michael Thomas, uh, topped 1,100 yards. Um, so really, they're having, it's hard to find comparables for Jamar because he had freaking 1,400 yards as a rookie. And really, um, Justin Jefferson and Odell Beckham are the only ones even close to that. Um, but the three I just mentioned increased their yardage output by 13% from year one to year two. So a 6 to 13% increase from Jamar um, would put him in the 1,542 to 1,644 yard range. <laughs> Okay. Um, which would obviously be excellent. Only two 22-year-old uh, receivers have ever hit that, Josh Gordon and Justin Jefferson, over the past 20 seasons. Um, so I I don't know if it's fair to extrapolate it like that, but like that's the type of – if we're just looking at just a normal increase from other receivers who have been as exceptional as Jamar was as a rookie, that's what we're looking at. And when you, if you add that type of an increase, we're really looking at you know possibly leading the league in receiving as a second-year player. Yeah, I, I think for the reason why I won't make him number one in full PPR is <clears throat> he's going to be such a high yards per catch guy, I think, that he probably won't have the catches that a Cooper Cup yeah. would have or something like that. A little bit like <clears throat> excuse me, Tyreek Hill, better in a half PPR setting than a right. full PPR. But anyway, uh, there is probably some regression coming in some way, right? I mean, I, I think he had five touchdown catches of more than 50 yards last year. Right. So what kind of regression can we see and how much would it hurt him? I'm glad you brought up Tyreek Hill because he's really the only guy um, who Jamar like could follow a similar trajectory and it makes sense. Really, there's no one else like Tyreek Hill who's been able to score uh, long touchdowns consistently. Um, so no player um, has had as many touchdowns of 30 plus yards over the past 20 seasons as Jamar did in 2021. Um, as a rookie, he had more 30 plus yard touchdowns than any player over the past 20 years, 62% of his 30-plus yard catches resulted in a touchdown. Uh, The NFL average is 27%. Hmm. Um, And then really the only two players um, that even come close to him in terms of um, multiple seasons with, you know, the numbers that he did of 30-plus, 40-plus, 50-plus yard touchdowns are Jordy Nelson and Tyreek Hill. Um, So Nelson has seasons with six and seven touchdowns of 40-plus yards, but he never had another one with more than two. And he had, you know, pretty substantial career. So that just goes to show how um, unlikely it is uh, to ever repeat the type of things 
that we saw from Jamar, who had six um, uh, 40-plus yard touchdowns as a rookie. Um, and then, yeah, Hill really is the only one who's done it consistently. Uh, he had zero 40-plus yard scores as a rookie, and then he went six, four, four, and five over the next four seasons. And then last year, he only had two. <laughs> so, like, if Jamar um, isn't able to keep scoring long touchdowns at the same rate, that is a little bit concerning because he was out-targeted by T. Higgins in the red zone. Um, and he really, that's not, he was only targeted on 20% of his routes in the red zone. That wasn't somewhere he was used heavily. So like he needs the touchdowns to come on these long plays and really Tyreek is the only person who's ever been able to do it at such a high rate consistently. Randy Moss as a rookie actually had five touchdown catches of 50 plus yards, same as Jamar Chase. And he followed it up with four more in his second year. But I think if you look at Randy Moss, there was some regression. He went from 17 touchdowns to 11 touchdowns. Mm -hmm from 1998 as a rookie to 1999, but he had 100 more yards. He had 11 more catches. He had 13 more targets. So you can make, even if you lose the touchdowns, hopefully he can make up for it in other ways. And finally, his splits with T. Higgins on the field. You did mention the red zone uh, aspect of it, but what else can you tell us about when Chase and Higgins were on the field together? Yeah, so Higgins out-targeted Chase 108 to 93. He had 1,300 air yards to Chase's 1,200, and Higgins straight up outscored him in PPR formats when both players were on the field, which is a pretty large sample size, 469 routes. Um, Chase's target per route run rate fell from 32% with Higgins off the field to 20% with Higgins on the field, which is a pretty you know substantial drop. His yard per route run rate was down from 3.5 to 2.3. Um, and then another way to look at it, Chase ran 579 routes on the year. If you extrapolate his rates from the 469 routes with T Higgins also on the field, uh, he would have scored 258 PPR points rather than 305, which would have ranked him as a wide receiver eight, uh, just behind Deontay Johnson and just ahead of Keenan Allen. So this isn't, you know, to say that, you know, T Higgins is clearly the wide receiver one or the Jamar Chase is not as good as T Higgins or anything like that. But T Higgins definitely did impact Jamar when he was on the field. And if he is healthy for a full season, if last year's numbers are an indication, Jamar might be more of a, you know, wide receiver six, seven, eight type of guy than, you know, the top three receivers being drafted as. All right. Well, thank you to Jacob Gibbs. Question from Dustin in the chat. Is Jacob Gibbs going to be on a full-length show? Yes, he is. That will be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, until then, you'll hear him on the Sunday edition of Fantasy Football Today in 5 where we talk about T. Higgins. We'll talk to you then. Bye.